Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wolf. Still, we're doing something funny today, or funny or fun, both. Fun, I guess both. We fun haven't and done funny. this before. Well, that's not true. We did a test commentary before that may or may not see the light of day as a continued series for Patreon. Whenever we have a Patreon, official stuff, multi-tier Patreon. We're doing a commentary today, and the difference between this commentary and that one we just mentioned about. <laughs> Which we can't tell you we what it is because it might be a secret. This might be a secret. This one actually has some connection to the show, and that Freddie Woff worked on it. Yay! I did. Yeah, yeah, man. It's good we times. Could, yeah, we'll probably do these other ones in a while because there's plenty of movies out yeah, there. I don't. Mo- we can, yeah, we can. Yeah, there's we some, can there's some good ones. Yeah. Today we're going to be covering Joe Dante's burying the X. Yay, Joe! Yeah, I love this fucking movie. I, I I think I've seen it so many times that I thought I had it on Blu-ray, but I do not. So when we decided that we we're going to do this, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'll let me dig out the Blu-ray. Oh, maybe I have it on a digital copy. Oh, I don't have that either. How was I watching it so much? I'm like, oh, yeah, because it was on Hulu and Netflix on right, and off forever. since it got released. Yeah, it was and, on Netflix forever. And I, I think I, I must have watched it at least eight, nine, ten times. I, I I like this kind of movie. It has that 80s sensibility to it, but also it's very much rooted in that time it was shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I, I feel like I'm this, I have a Blu-ray that I've never opened <laughs> um, because I feel like, I don't know if, I don't know that I've seen it since I went to, I saw it in a the theater and I think maybe I, I streamed it the first, uh, when it first hit Netflix. Right. But I'd never opened, I've not opened the Blu-ray. Um, you know, so maybe we'll do something with that Blu-ray. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so we are going to be watching the movie on Amazon Prime, we you know you could watch in the Blu-ray. I think it still has the same RLJ intro. Oh, it does. I'm yeah. guessing. I'm guessing because you never opened it. Your- I'm guessing because I've not <laughs> opened it. But I like to thank the folks at RLJ for hooking me up with a Blu-ray. So if you are got, thanks, Mark. If you got a Blu-ray, or if you got Prime, or if you got a digital copy of it, uh, we're sitting at zero zero zero, and we're just gonna hit play, and it's going to be the RLJ logo, and so it's gonna be three, two, one. Play, and that's when we're hitting play when we say play. So, three, two, one, play. Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Waff. And today we're doing a fan slash crew commentary for Joe Dante's Burying the X. Yeah, man. Here we go. Right now you're seeing the 500 different production companies involved. Good Lord. Seems to be commonplace these days when it comes to... When voltage 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 pictures see now you know where, right where you're at because we're saying it's on the screen spooky hey, it's spooky music Sorry, spooky music <laughs> it's okay man so we i want to point out something too we were kind of poking on the trivia for this at the beginning uh if you have amazon prime you're seeing the uh, x-ray trivia right and one of the things that it says in there is that Anton's buried at Hollywood Hollywood Cemetery Hollywood, Hollywood Forever. Forever Cemetery right which they shoot in the movie that's what it, according to the trivia we do shoot it in the movie uh, we, but we, we don't shoot this cemetery it's not that one right <laughs> so the, the comment about it is that he is buried there and look at that there's Anton oh, hey and, Anton and Ashley and, and Ashley 
Amen. You know Ashley from the that poster on the wall is belongs to Joe Dante. It's an original. Uh, he Joe, God, he gave me his posters, and I was terrified to use them all. Uh, that looks. I don't know what I'd do with myself if I had any of the, any original one sheet from back in the day. I, I would freak out. Yeah, man. And then one of them got torn at one point. A small tear, and I had to find a uh, person to fix that. Yeah. That was archive more, uh, more fibrous type yeah man paper. it was uh, you know and the producers were like well you know Joe is kind of on Joe for letting you use I go uh, we're fixing it man I'm not giving it back to Joe <laughs> seriously rip it, it stop being an asshole who would say something like that uh, you know somebody who was worried about you know the few hundred dollars it was going to cost to fix it I mean I would have paid for it out of pocket if I had to but you know they kind of sort of came to their senses that's just what you do yeah you, you know, I mean hey look we have Whoa. man ass. It's Oliver Cooper's naked ass. Hi, Oliver. Um, God, he's such a good guy. I, I, I had worked with Oliver on Project X, um, and he was actually super happy to see me for some reason <laughs> when he showed up in the office uh, during prep. Um, but uh, yeah, now he's sort of hit the jackpot, right? Californication. He Californication. And Mind Hunter now. He he's playing David Berkowitz. He's so he's so funny in Californication. I got reminded about him when I watched it a second time uh, recently, and he's he's really funny and he's super. He gets he gets the parts that he's playing and he gets them well. So when I saw this the first time, I thought that can't be the same guy. I mean, oh my gosh, he's acting, right? <laughs> there he is. Because he, he, his character in this and his character uh, Levon on Californication are drastically different. Oh yeah. Um, on Californication, he's the complete opposite of a ladies man, regardless of how he gets his ladies. Right. <laughs> Wherever he picks them up in this, but yeah, how does he get these ladies? But apparently he needs to eat raw eggs cause he's spent. Yeah. Got to eat the raw eggs. Cause I, you know, What's... I've heard that all, all my life. That's why you, what you do after you had a night of sex. Yeah, totally. Power up. Right. Yeah, man. Power up for the day after. She also eat them the day before. Wouldn't that be a thing you'd do? Whatever. Um, so how many but, set, how many different locations did you guys have to work with in this? Oh, man. Uh, we had a bunch. We're all over the place. I mean, this is this apartment uh, was is a standing set at Lacey Studios, but it was... Uh, didn't look like this and we had to build ceiling pieces and uh it was a it was a wreck i think they built it for some sinatra miniseries or something um so it had old school tv type lighting yeah and that's why they had no yeah. so we had to build ceiling pieces and um you know we painted it twice <laughs> i gotta ask this i asked this question is oliver wearing a sock a cock sock or is he just no free he's free balling i think nice yeah see just i got more, it, even more respect just letting, it, now. just letting it swing <laughs> no budget for the cock sock. Yeah, or just no need. He didn't care. Um, yeah, man. So like the, that. Uh, so this is this was the location. The apartment was a uh, was the only thing we shot on a stage over at Lacey, which is you know where they shot Cagney and Lacey, right? And a bunch of low budget. I think the first Saw movie shot there. Um, but uh, it, you know it, the, the the apartment worked. It was it worked for what we needed. It was a little small, but uh, you know we so we had to sort of rig re rig some of these walls to pull out because they hadn't been ever taken out. Uh, so, um, but uh, it worked well. It worked great. There's a bathroom down at the end. This is all stuff that we shot afterwards, like on a rogue crew. All these f shots of Hollywood. 
Los Angeles. This is another one of those 80s things I was mentioning oh, yeah. before. Dude, it, it's right out of Last American Virgin. Yep. This place, <laughs> that, that house, man, was the last location that we shot. Um, this was a, this is down near the Park Plaza Hotel. All right. It was an empty storefront uh, that we were doubling, you know, we were looking for places because we were shooting down that area and uh, we were trying to tie something into, you know, we're, we're, this is supposed to be on or off of Melrose Boulevard. Supposed to be. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we're in, we're out. It, 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 I don't know. It works. Because there's, there's old Melrose and there's new Melrose. Yeah. I mean, but we this, <laughs> this is a complete, like, revamp and dress. There was nothing in here. It was a, just a long shotgun rectangle. Mm. Um, so we built a little riser. There's a little stage there with that draped curtain. It was fun. It was cool. This is this is actually my favorite set in the movie. Um, there was talk, you know, because we were shooting around Halloween, and you know, one of our producers was like, "Well, like, well let's just go shoot at a spirit store." I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> really kind of very Joe Dante to work to do this at a spirit store, and it's not scripted that way. Hey, there's Marshall, the editor, editor Marshall Fields there. Yeah, man. Hello, and he's he's in. A lot of Joe's movies. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things Joe's great. You know, there's always, you know, you can kind of spot crew members, key people that have worked with Joe for years. And he's actually, and he's done his fair share of cameos, things oh, yeah. and other things too, not just Joe's stuff. And he usually has darker hair. Marshall? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because he's used, used to be younger. <laughs> what? Is that how life works? Sort of. So the slutty schoolgirl, naughty nurse, that was our prop, <laughs> that was our assistant prop master, Tammy Childress. Uh, we did a shoot, we did a photo shoot, and put her in all those costumes and made our own packaging for this uh, sequence. And they hey, there's a Satan genie, which hand sculpted, <laughs> and then we had a couple. I think we made three, two for camera, and then one as a backup. And we uh, we had to make it practical for smoke and yeah, man, it was all hand sculpted. Prop master and I did this, and then uh, we took it and had a mold poured. So awesome looking. Yeah, Tyler Patton. Can you imagine if this movie blew up? You guys could actually. Dude, there was a point where Tyler and I were like, dude, let's just start selling Satan Genies. <laughs> right? Dude, you know how people would buy without even know what the movie is? Yeah, totally. They don't need to know what the movie no, is. Man. Ooh, Satan Genie. I want that. Yeah, Put dude, just Amazon. the two words, Satan Genie. They kind of just go together. <laughs> I've seen it. Barry and the Axe. I've seen it uh, in a movie. Uh, so this whole thing was, um, this was some weird office that was down in the area near um, Park Plaza. It was kind of a thrown together last minute. Uh, not last minute, just it was one of the last things we found. Hey, look, that's not Fright Night. Another one of those trivia things that are on X-Ray on Amazon Prime that was incorrect. That is not Fright Night. Those two blankets right there? At least there? not 1985 Fright Night, but I believe that is Horror of Dracula. Yeah, it's not Fright Night. Those two blankets right there have also been seen in the Steve Jobs movie starring Ashton Kutcher. Because that's the same prop master, and they drug out the same blankets because they have some meaning to somebody. They were somebody's beach blankets. Going back to Big Wednesday. Um, I got two when I was in Ensenada 20-plus years ago, and I think I still have them. Yeah, that they black last forever. That one looks just like it. As soon as I saw it in this movie, I'm like, whoa, that looks like exactly. You know what? I don't think those people make them down there. I think they do. I think they buy them, <laughs> then they, they sell them. them. Like the chiclets. Yeah. Hey, hey, naughty nurse. Naughty nurse. Yeah, so that little thing, we, you know, that was the little, we add that little stage. and Oh, she looks at the camera. 
Wow, you just don't see that much. And did I mention earlier that Ashley Green is in the Twilight movies? I wasn't sure if I said that earlier. No, I, I don't think you. I don't think you did. Oh, and then I only know that because, well, because I watched them. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I have seen Twilight movies, but usually it's spoofy stuff on YouTube. Yeah, uh, like right. Hey, look, I'm not. Oh, if that's what you're down for, cool. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bust on anybody. But I, I will just say this: Underworld was first. I've never seen a Twilight movie. I only knew she was in Twilight because somebody told me that's who yeah. they cast. I was like, Ashley Green? And I was like, oh, not Ellen Green. Ashley Green. Right. Um, Which one's I, Ellen Green? From Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly Seymour. Oh. Right? I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this was, uh, again, these all these locations, man, we had them for uh, such short periods of time that it was really hard to get them you know, get them ready for camera because we didn't have a lot of prep time. But um, sans any kind of pickup shots you guys did, like you know, running around with the camera for those that montage of locales. Oh yeah. What was your what was the actual budgeted uh, schedule as far as days? Uh, I want to say it was twenty seven days. Twenty seven. Shoot. Um, it was supposed to be thirty, obviously, because all these look. Hey, we go. Dude, we this. Yeah. It oh worked. man, it worked so bad. Spartan. Yeah, man, I think that thing makes me so happy. I think Joe's got one in his office over at the lot. But yeah, so this house, the exterior of the apartment is over um, near Rampart, mm. near the Tommy Burger, where I told you this story about Joe. Yeah, <laughs> scolding me for eating Tommy's. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're back in. So we had exterior, interior. We had a lot of locations on this show. Yeah. Uh, for a small, this is up the street. This is over in that same area near Park. Uh, Near the Park Plaza Hotel. Yeah, if you've ever been down in the park, near the Park Plaza Hotel, you know, this, as soon as I saw them walking down, I recognized just that area and just the architecture in general in that area. The Park Plaza, um, I was involved with one shoot there. Um, my nephew was doing a music video there. So this is all build. Um, there's my favorite part of the movie right there, dancing around. That stupid collage behind the jukebox was took me... Three days to do by myself. Who came up with all the names of the ice cream? Uh, a lot of them were in the script. Yeah, uh, Alan Trezor, the writer, and then whatever's the the ones that weren't scripted, all were all the set dressers. I just kind of let them do their thing, right? And uh, except for Fruit Brit, obviously that was right. Well, it was scripted, of course. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. All this whole thing. This was just another empty storefront, which we ended up building walls. And you know that behind her, that's a window that looks out on the street. So you know that's all built and covered. All of the hallway, everything it was just a big open space. So we had to build, you know, so create a hallway down this backside, create a shop, something right. across when they come in, so that we're not we were just looking into a big open space and windows out onto the streets. Right. <laughs> Dude, that got so much grief over that Elvis. Really? And they were like, "No, you can't." I'm like, "Hey, man, it's a it's a velvet painting of Elvis from God from Mexico. Is it really even Elvis? I mean, it looks like Elvis, but it's not Elvis. It could be Elvis. Yeah, look, we put an ice cream cone in his hand and went for it, and there you go, it cleared because it was being used as. There's nobody defaming Elvis. What is the? I have to ask because it, it stands out every time I see the movie. Is the way that toy triceratops is sitting right there? What was there any 
Were you just trying to fill in space? I don't even know who put that in there, honestly. It wasn't in the... damn. Anton looked the camera right there. Yep, I know. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Um, It's funny. I don't know where the Triceratops came from because it wasn't there. Um, Ah, Rockaway Records. Yep, I put that right there. (laughs) And I had a feeling. (laughs) Yeah, I know they were cool, man. I was buy vinyl there all the time. And I was like, hey, man, do you guys mind if I put your... Will you sign this release? So we popped it in there. Um, You know. Is that exterior the same location? Yep. Yeah. That is the exterior. That used to be like a bar underneath. I forget the name of the building, but it was a bar. But it, we had to rip everything out of it. It was left behind because the bar was oriented the wrong way. And That's not good. And it wasn't an ice cream shop. That sticker in the window um, was supposed to be a transparency. I missed it. You'll see it later in the movie, and it is a transparency. <laughs> Oh, because I ripped it down and uh, we ordered the new one. Because when they're inside, well, you'll see, we'll get there. But those are Joe's posters. What I had done with Joe's posters, these on the walls, I took and I had them uh, scanned and uh, reprinted. Right. And then we used his hero ones, which were folded. Um, that's Those were the ones that come out of the dresser later. And that's how it ended up getting ripped and you know, uh. blah, blah, blah. Well, not now. Not yet. <laughs> Damn, we're terrible, dude. Why? What? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, what I, what, what's, what's, of... horrible, what's horrible is like, uh, dude, it was so much fun picking these movies with Joe. Oh, dude. Everything that's on. The worst part about <laughs> it is I'm trying to figure out what's what. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this was a good, I mean, this was a fun set. I mean, I kind of felt like, uh, you know, I wanted it to sort of feel like the howling. Oh man, she's giving it a place to make over. This was this was this was this was tough switch over, just because we didn't have any time to do it. Uh, uh, this is where I come. This is where I try to hit him with the truck. No, I think we cut that out of the movie. Uh, but dude, this whole thing, this literally, we wrapped, and then we went right to work, and we had to, I had to paint it green. I have to and do all this. I have to uh, mention that the disgruntled, um, the disgruntled customer we just dealt with, that was one Julia Marchese. She uh, does the horror movie survival podcast, and she's a friend of the show. I forgot that she was in the movie. <laughs> just now, I'm like, wait, I have to double check that. Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. So yeah, man, this was all. This was all. Literally, they wrapped like at nine o'clock at night and. I had to paint this and then we had to start dressing it. This whole changeover for uh, so we could shoot nine o'clock the next morning. Again, no time in the schedule <laughs> to come back to this. So, yeah. Looks funny about the, the green used in this. Um, Joe used to have my, sorry, my son Joey used to have a, a tablet, not an iPad, but just a tablet. And he had this case that he loved. He loved green, and that's the exact green. He fell in love with the green. And he loved that green for the longest time. He would look for clothes. Let me go clothes shopping. I, don't, I want that. <laughs> he loves that green. When he gets around to seeing this movie, which should be soon, because it's pretty great. Um, and totally safe for him. Oh, yeah, man. It's totally you safe. Know, except for Oliver's ass. 
Yeah. They'll just embarrass him, really. Right. He'll be like, dude, why am I looking at this man's ass? Dude? Why is there a dude's butt in his dad? There was talk about, hey, why didn't you paint the rest of the apartment? That was the first question the DP asked me. And I was like, well, because. She didn't have enough time? First of all, I didn't have enough time. Second of all, I felt like if the whole place was green, it would look like green screen. Yeah. I mean, it already kind of was close to green screen anyway. Yeah. In the living. But no, yeah, we certainly did not have enough time or people to paint that. Um, like I have a question, and, again, and I know a little. I know more than just a little bit about you know rights so, and so this, so, things like that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, let me. This is real quick. Yeah. So this garage that we shot where uh, Oliver, cousin Oliver, lives, is over in this place called Melrose Heights, which is off of Melrose and Western. Sort of, there's this little pocket back there. But the guy who owns this place is Sean Koo, who's a director who directed Score to Settle with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's where I first met him. Was when oh. we shot, it, it, he let us use his garage. So, score to settle, which you just mentioned with Nick yeah. Cage. If you listen to the beginning of our uh, episode two weeks ago, our cold open is just us talking about a, ho- a hood roll. It was from that movie's trailer. Yeah, <laughs> right. Twinkies. <laughs> so. um, yeah, man. So, uh, what I was going to say earlier, like, and knowing a little bit about licensing and trademarks and stuff like that. When you guys, um, and I don't know the answer to this, when you do exteriors like that, of that one static shot you have of the with the Capitol Records building, I mean, do you? I mean, that's an iconic building. Does that? It's fair use. Fair I use, mean, it right? falls yeah. under fair use. I mean, we're we're not portraying it as like the home of you know record producing vampires or anything or whatever. So, right. you know, and we're not doing anything to it. It's just a building you see. Um, so yeah, it falls under fair use. We're portraying it as it is, you know. Um, this whole garage set again something we didn't have a ton of time and we it took us forever to find a place what was big enough for us to shoot in right because they kept trying to shoehorn us into these little tiny uh spaces and i was like man you know and joe's like i can't shoot. i'm like yeah we can't so but we found this and it actually uh it was great because there's a whole nother side behind these shelves Mm-hmm. Where, you know, what camera equipment, I think it took us two days to shoot this out for some reason. I want to say two days with the exteriors. And we shot some of him on scooters and stuff around it. And then, um, but uh, yeah, man, this is one of those uh, sets. All that, st- <laughs> all that junk came out of my garage. Which junk? Everything? All, everything. Like including, the chair, this- including the Home Depot shelves? The Home Depot shelves. And I know that. I know that's what they are because I got like eight of them oh, yeah. in my garage. All that stuff came in. <laughs> it shelves. came out of my garage. All those crates, that's all kit stuff. Like <laughs> like one of those bins is like a bunch of hardware stuff from like Zodiac. <laughs> Bet you a button. The yeah. refrigerator came out of my, I mean, a lot of that stuff came out of my storage in my garage. I don't have it anymore because it's once we shot, it was out of my, I was like, I never took it back. I gave it away. Donated it. The microwave with a, is that, was that a toaster oven on top of it? It was. Nice. Yeah. Here we are. Dog park. We yeah. Nobody makeshift can ever, dog park. Nobody can ever argue that this was not shot in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, for sure. And if you've been here, even just for the generic touring, you would see a lot of these locations. They, they shouldn't look so here's to you. A, here's a space. Like, this is a place. Like, the line producer just walked by with his dog. Dog park. <laughs> uh, I think one of the hair and makeup girls. Well, it's funny because uh, one of the... I want to say I want to say she's a costumer, but Bob Goldthwait's daughter, Bobcat's daughter, was. Uh, 
I'm not sure. I can't remember now. She, she's either makeup or a wardrobe, but she's super nice. Now, I think we just saw her as well. What you're not going to see on the side of this bus is the ad for Colony Bus Lines. <laughs> it's got a full moon on it. <laughs> really? It's the Colony. I know. <laughs> but do they cut it? Uh, I just don't think it. I don't, I don't think you see it. Hey. Ooh, ow. Dude, no one's going to live after getting hit by a bus. Not like that. No. Not even in a movie. Someone call 911. Evelyn. Evelyn's not uh, going to make it. Evelyn. Oh, dang, Evelyn. Oh, you're not dead. <laughs> Damn it. Crap. That would have been so much easier. <laughs> See, from this point on, you just feel bad for Evelyn. Yeah, dude. I mean, I kind of don't really think she deserved any of this, honestly. She do. It's terrible. But then that's what makes stories like this tragedies as opposed to just straight horror movies. I've always loved movies like this. This movie has a lot of nods to other movies, you know, obviously, like most of Joe's stuff. But, you know, I mean, I was always a fan of these kind of movies, like My Boyfriend's Back. Yeah. (laughs) Things like that. Fun, just goofy vamp. Once bitten. I love Once Bitten. Yeah. So this is uh, this is not the Hollywood Cemetery. So there you go. This is out in Altadena. Oh, look, Oliver got a girl. Yeah, for, man. For the afternoon. <laughs> he brought one for special occasion. A new one. One that we haven't seen before. Ooh, look. I don't think Dude, I've ever he, seen a part in his hair before. He looks exact. My friend Matt Batuchis looks exactly like Oliver Cooper. Like Matt's, <laughs> Matt's not. He played Eddie Munster in the new Munsters. Was that was that the one that just did that little one off with? Uh, um, who was it? That was playing Herman? I mean, oh, it, it's, grandpa, it's, uh, grandpa. That was playing Grandpa. I'm sorry. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, from the '90s. No, 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 not that one. No, this one is from the '90s. Yeah, okay, so it's different. I was thinking about that the redo with uh, with Eddie Izzard. No, which, I, uh, which I was rad. I wish it was just the pilot that though. was directed by uh, Singer, right? Was it? I think so. I, I thought it was really good. I really wish it went to series because it was really because that was funny because it just popped up one day and there it was. But no, we weren't talking about that. That's a different thing. That would have been fun. So now he's got to go home and live, live in that mess and live in the thing that he didn't want to be reminded every day that she is dead. Is dead. This is nice right here. So what? Well, yeah, this yeah. is one that I love moves like this. This is stuff just isn't done anymore. Yeah, you want to know? How, you want to know how this happened? It was me with a blowtorch outside. <laughs> we did like three, three of them, dude. And I, yeah, I kept cooking them because it's really, you know, kind of tenuous work. I would say to have a beginning and an end. Hey, look, it's Ed Wood, and it's not Ed Wood. It's, Wood. It's actually Bella Lugosi. It's Bella Lugosi. Look at that, man. PBR. Hipsters. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a lot there. Because when you see Oliver in his garage house. Yep. PBR. He's, he's PBR in it. Yeah, they sponsored. They gave us all the beer we could use. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I you know, I, I don't mind using their product. I I'm def- not a big on product placement, but sometimes I'd rather look at that than fake beer bottles. Never knows until just now that she there's just one solo photo of her in that frame. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
Maybe I, maybe I do feel a little something for her getting hit by a car or by the bus. Oh God, dude, it's just so atrocious. It's funny. Like Joe walked in, and he's like, "Oh God, I fucking would, I hate this." It's perfect. It's perfect, right? Because <laughs> it's not like you have a like you know when you're doing a movie like there's not like you have a bunch of like here so here's the concept art for what this change you know we it's, it was a bunch of conversations and a bunch of like you know maybe like three conversations about what it should be and how much upcycling is she into. And blah, blah, blah. Right. I think I put more thought into it than I probably needed to, but you know, uh, it was fun. Just, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I had an art director on this show, but I mean, I had to have every conversation with produ- the production because my art director was afraid of the line producer. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah. So he would, you know, I love the way, they dress Oliver in this. Oh yeah, he's just kind of like he—he's selling that I'm just kind of free spirit. I do whatever the hell I want. But clothes wise, he looks like something that would have been seen in Midnight Cowboy. Oh yeah, dude, totally. I mean, that's kind of the vibe of the whole. You know, we talked about making it look like a '80s movie with a little '70s, you know, kind of flares touch thrown in. You know, it's kind of like it's. I hate when I see it looks like they just dress the guys out of Target. Oh yeah. That's just you know, too simple. Yeah, I want to say and strangers pray at night suffers from some of that. What? Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, just saying. Hey, look, New Beverly. There we are. We're here. We are at the New Beverly Cinema. Pre remodel. Yeah, this is this is before like this a is lot right, of years before that. A few years before Quentin took over. I mean, for full time. I haven't been since they reopened in January. Hey, hey, hey there we go. Cat people want to walk with a zombie. Wait, you might see me. Hold on. There's our location manager. See the guy that looks like a creepy pedophile right there? Which one? Right there. Walking <laughs> it frame. That guy. Greg Alpert. That's funny. Location manager. He's a good guy. He got us a lot. You know, like none of this stuff exists outside of the uh, <laughs> New Beverly. This restaurant here behind Anton. <laughs> Every time Alex shows up, I mean, seriously, she's my favorite part of the movie. And anytime I see her in anything now, I'm automatically in. I don't know what it is. I think maybe she reminds me of somebody from high school. So yeah, I mean she uh, she's super sweet. Um, yeah, all the actors were great. I mean Anton is super. He's such a nice kid. I mean I feel bad. It's, it's so weird. So I haven't watched tragic. this. I haven't yeah. watched this movie since he passed away. Um, but I had worked with him before on Terminator Salvation. He played the young Kyle Reese. Probably God, he was six that. years before this. Right. So, you know, he was probably 15 or something then, or six, I don't know, 17. He was, oh, he, he, was, he, was no, he was a minor still. Because the first step in was, no, because then he did Star Trek after that, right? Yeah, Star, he yeah, was, yeah. that was before Star Trek. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a wee baby. I do remember. But she was super cool. Uh, Ashley was cool. You know, Dick Miller's awesome. Uh, what is Dick Miller? Not awesome. Yeah, I mean, he was Dick Miller. Again, this I was speaking of, I, I don't think I've seen anything that he's been in since he's passed. I think the only thing I saw is I went to see After Hours at the Egyptian a few mm-hmm. months ago. You know, he's got, he's not in a, a ton, but he's, you know, he's running that diner. Blows yeah. Rosanna kiss. <laughs> he was, he's somebody that you always expect and uh, a Dante movie, and so here we. This is I'm going. This see the window. <laughs> so now, because of the sticker that was on there before was not a transparency, all you were looking at was white, the oh, back yeah. of the sticker. So we tore it down. I had to have this. You know, I was like, why is it? Because my art director again wasn't paying attention because he was 
afraid of everybody and he made it when it was made wrong he just didn't make it again all right so i had to send my run my pa out to santa clarita to dangle carrot (laughs) so that we had a two-sided uh this is actually really nice lighting i mean i this was kind of really you know nice moment they really shot this set well all those uh, that's all gang graffiti on the glass nice yeah etched into the glass you comment about this location as far as how it, lit, it looks lit. Um, the first scene w- with with Anton and, and Alex and Ashley in the one scene, it's something that really sets it up. Like it's, It doesn't feel like a normal ice cream place that you walk into, no. which are always overly lit, but that's the whole theme of this ice cream shop is that it yeah. is horror-related. Why would you yeah. have the obvious bright fluorescent lights everywhere. Yeah. It's rock and roll. And I look at the scorpions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got it. I, th- that was the one thing that kept coming, kicking back at clearances. They're like, Oh, you can that score, you know? And I was like, Oh man, really? You guys too late. We shot it. <laughs> so you'll have to clear it. And there it is in the movie. I think no- we, I think I just had to cover the love at first thing. The, the words, the words love at first thing. Yeah. There's some kind of sticker over it. If I'm, so now this is Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Because you're not digging a hole anywhere. Right. You weren't digging, putting anyone in the ground. So this is actually at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. How expensive is it to shoot there? You know what, man? I have no idea what... Uh, I mean, Greg worked some sort of like magic because he's a great location manager. Right. And, and he got us... Um, because we got sandwiched in between, yeah, there was so many things shooting there when we were, there was some television stuff and uh, somehow, you know, he pulled some strings and got us, because I didn't think we were going to be able to afford to shoot there and uh, base camp out of, you know, near, but he, he made it happen because there was a whole bunch of discussion whether we should shoot all of it out in Altadena or not. And, um, I was like, no, man, because <laughs> you can't, you know, this part, Altadena. That's what we call movie magic, boys and girls. I think I have that headstone in my garage. <laughs> See, you got to think right now. Dude, she, she was such a trooper because we had to bury her. She's in the ground. Stunt coordinator Cole is down there with her. Yeah. But just to kind of keep her company and just... Or help get them out. If help, she, well, yeah, yeah, he's pushing her up because it's, you know, the, the hole is six feet down there's a small there's a small ladder but he's helping her because she has to appear to be climbing does she step up on the ladder to climb out yeah yeah the things you take for granted when you watch a zombie movie (laughs) dude it was crazy because there was all this talk do we do this is she going to be cool with being in the ground and being covered and um you know so we had a little meeting with her and you know we had to make sure she wasn't claustrophobic and but she was the trooper man and it was cold as shit (laughs) it was like november (laughs) oh man yeah Believe it or not, everyone, it's not always 71 and well, sunny I mean, in L.A. And the way every, everybody's dressed, they're, you know, and we shot a lot of this at night, um, those those sequences. Um, and she's crawling around in the damp grass, and she's underground. <laughs> and, yeah, well, you know, it's pretty much, you'd have to go, you go down low enough in the desert. Yeah. It's going to get cold. Oh, man, it gets cold. And, uh, you know, when it's when you're, you know, when it's two weeks of, or prior, it, had, it was 90 degrees still. And then, you know, at night it's dropping down to 
40. And we were out in uh, Altadena for that portion. Again, this is the last night of shooting. <laughs> but um, finally, I mean, I, th- I thought the exterior actually was pretty great for uh, just something. Hail there's Mary. Some, there's something to be said, too, about the browns against the greens contrasting in the room yeah it w- if it was all green man it would be just re- you know you it would it would be it, it would have been awful now um, was this intentional uh to have the green and the brown right next to each other like the the dirt and yeah. then the grass it was supposed to be earthy it was yeah. supposed you know sort of subtly you know the green project green i think that was the name of the place she worked at it was project green oh, or right. something yeah and, so like you know to have the green and the earth and the grass you know, and her to be sort of be, you know, crawling out of the uh, grave. I love that she's a sexed up zombie now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Satan genie. And she yeah. Just goes. Ooh, yeah, she's just going for it. Yeah, I just realized that I can't show us to Joey. <laughs> I was just going to say her mouth's probably ice cold. It's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that kind of commentary. Sure, I was, I'm just saying. Well, man, I don't care about that commentary, but I mean, the is movie. it necrophilia if? Uh, is it necrophilia if uh, if she's actually animated dead? Well, she's. I don't know. I mean, I, she's willing. Un- she's, necrophilia because she's undead. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a question to be pondered. Yeah. No, I don't know how I'd feel about. No, I don't know how I'd feel about this. Right? I don't know, man. I'm just uh, I'm, the, the scenario here. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, you know, you gotta put yourself in that position. Like, you know, what, what you know, what would you do? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it, I'd still be reacting to the fact that she's dead. <laughs> well, I mean, but also keep in mind this moment here. He's all worked up because Alex like just made out with him hard on the steps and left him hanging. Yeah, like, right. Kind of blue bolly kind of. Yeah, after she made the whole have sex with me about her boyfriend, that whole. Yeah. And hey, look, there she is. She's back. Oh. 2G. <laughs> yeah. What? What did I say? I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 I've already got somebody else in my bedroom. Uh, there's a half-naked dead girl in my bedroom. I mean, I guess you can't really just blurt that out. I mean, you could. Maybe she's into that. She is into horror stuff. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I might have maybe invited her in and see how it played out. Right. I'm just saying. I, I know, but you know, why would you want to go from, you know, the girl you're about to break up with dies and now she's back. Why would you want to put your penis anywhere near her? I don't know. Maybe it was good. It was a reason he hadn't kicked her out. I'm just saying. I don't know. Well, maybe he just actually loved her. Who knows? He spent a lot of time on the couch moating. 
for a guy who was, you know, trying to break up with her. It's almost like he set it up. Yeah. Yeah, this is... This is the worst. Because part of you guys, you're just going to... What are you doing, man? Just go... (laughs) Go get a nice pick, stick it in homegirl's head, and then invite her back. Go get Oliver and dump the body and... Right? Bob's your uncle. Oof. Yeah, it's kind of cool that, you know, I mean, I'm, there was a reason Method to the Madness of not painting both because, God, that would have been horrible. I don't even know if the, John. Oh, John. Special delivery. Wow, yeah, see, yeah, Joey's not watching this. Oh, this is so great. Oh, all right. Oops. What's she looking at? <laughs> I'm not sure. But her neck's busted. That grossed me out, like, seeing it on set. Like, ooh. I think she's great as this, uh, once, I mean, she's she was good before because she was setting it, but, dude, the undead Evelyn is so much fun. Yeah. It was a little, That's a, that was a little homage, I think, to uh, Death Becomes Her. The, yeah. It had to been. Yeah, no, it was everything across the board. Yeah, the whole from from the tweak and the whole reset. Satan genie. Hmm. I love that she said horse shit. It's not something you hear women say a lot. Nope, it certainly isn't. I just don't hear really much. Many people say horse shit. It's always like that's bullshit, man. Horse shit, way funnier. <laughs> That's just terrible. Good God. What's what's worse? Throwing up the volume fluid or have it thrown up on you? I'm going to say both. I mean, it's bad. Well, I guess it's... it's, She's getting a relief. It's a regurgitation. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> you, 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 have you looked in the mirror, young lady? Um, it's terrible. Oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> Again. My son is not watching this next week. Well, it's funny because uh, there was a whole discussion about how we're going to deal with him. I was like, let's just put her in pajama bottoms because they didn't want to have to keep making up the let. You know, it was like, well, how are we going to do it? It's the Roddy. I'm like, just put her in pajama bottoms. Dude, that's that's what women wear. Yeah, I mean, it was one thing to you know have to deal with the arms and stuff, but like the whole thing was just too much makeover and too much time, and it right. just. Because that's the arm stuff is only a couple. couple hey. Of, hey, what's this? See that werewolf mask just creeping in from the howling? <laughs> just kidding. That's all. Here we go. He's so funny, man. What a goofball. <laughs> Once you go Norse, you'll have no remorse. That's, that's, po- that's just straight up poetry. Man. Yeah, I think he winged it too. I don't think that was written. <laughs> It's 
for him magazine mm-hmm. for those that don't for know. him yeah because <laughs> FHM was on its way out and this was six years ago yeah when you guys shot it we just yeah we shot 2013 like right now 2013 yeah. October November <laughs> look I gotta go okay so good that's right across the street from the new Beverly where he's at. Oh, God, don't break. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's why we made three. By the way, that sound effects, that, that, uh, yeah, I've got that in my library. Uh, like, the need ADR that. Hey, we uh, need somebody grunting. Here we uh, go. go to the oh, line. yeah, man. This is my favorite prop that we had to make. Yeah. Again, my prop master was pretty great on this movie. You, him, he'd known Joe for a long time because we, him and I had worked with Joe on Looney Tunes back in action. And uh, his parents are actors uh, and they knew Joe from back in the day. And Roger, they were in a couple of Roger Corman movies and they're also in Dementia 13. Mm. So, yeah, they know, he's known Joe for a long time. You're gonna die. Yeah. Aren't we all? Dude, that's such a weird line. You're going to die one day. Is this why somebody thought she was a vampire, you think? I mean, somebody said, I like the vampire movie, dude. I'm like, what vampire movie? It's not a vampire movie. (laughs) What were you thinking? I guess it's the whole turning thing. I guess. In the fluid language and dialogue going on with her. Maybe. Do you think think more vampire as opposed to zombie that don't talk a lot? Yeah, I guess. Could be. So good. Oh, her eyes. (laughs) Yeah, you guys think just having sex with her might have changed you. Yeah. What other movies that happen when you're having sex with zombies? What, what, there was Life another... Force? Oh, yeah, yeah, it happens in that too. So that's a vampire. But, yeah, but those are space vampires. Yeah, whatever. Those are actual vampires. From space. From space. Um, Toby Hooper. R.I.P. I don't know, man. I guess uh, my question, well, never mind. I'm not going to get into that kind of, I'm not going to get into anatomy and things like that I just questions about zombies what kind of lubrication would you have to use well <laughs> to slather no, one up and I think of Kill Bill right away oh right. there we go Club Death inside the Park Plaza Hotel yep um that they were so when, when we shot the music video there um that's the the ballroom right next to where we were shooting in the main lobby mm-hmm. as well as the uh, check desk. Right. So we kind of were coming through the parking lot though. And when you come through the parking lot, you walk through this ballroom area and they were so, there's such sticklers on where you walk and everything. And I get it, but they make, sometimes they make it a little difficult to shoot there. Even when you have everything kind of arranged properly. But yeah, I love that ballroom. It's beautiful. It's 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 beautiful lit, like this. That's for Joe's film. assistant, Mark Allen. 
runs Joe's production company. Funny thing about that character, that that's a returning character from uh, a I think it was a, a Corman Netflix series that he, they but he's that character, he's used that character before. Yeah, he's in the what is it? It's uh forget the name of the show. Yep. But yeah, that's Mark. Yeah. This Ooh, is yeah. Back, this is back when Absinthe was a, was coming to the forefront of. Yeah, man. Marilyn general. Manson was <laughs> plugging it, and everybody yeah. else in the world was drinking it. Yeah. All I see, you know what I see when I see that container right there? I see Gatorade. Oh, it's just gross. Oh, it's your light. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we actually Video. used in there. Because we got product placement Absinthe, but we obviously weren't feeding Ashley Absinthe. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what. Because there was so many like, so many discussions about how green it was. I love moments, by the way, in other movies where they do the whole red eye flashing moment they just did with her, mm-hmm. and then, and then the rarity that people actually are aware of it, you know, like it's a total post production afterthought, like it was right. with her. Oh Cause, yeah, because the bartender's reaction is kind of like, oh okay, yep, and here's your third drink. Great, she's throwing up again. Yeah, stay clear, dude. Now she's Hold throwing her. up absinthe. Hold her hair. Green fairy kicking my ass. <laughs> it's the green fairy, baby. It's more green. Is it but you're more yellow green? Just I oh, hear this is good. See that redhead girl? Mm-hmm. She at the time was the current girlfriend of uh Jordan Rubin who directed Zombievers. <laughs> Zombievers is great. Yeah, that's uh Jordan's ex. Hey, somebody stole that for a song. I can't feel my face. Yeah, man. Dude, that it was awesome that that phone booth just happened to be there. In the day and age we live in. And there was no phone in it, <laughs> but the uh, box even, was still there. Which is even cooler. Yeah, totally. We had to put a phone in it. Holla. Burn. She plays that character perfectly of of that. Oh, yeah, I'm just going with the flow. But my heart's breaking, asshole. Yeah, totally. She's good. I mean, you know, all three. I mean, I think all three of the leads are really good. Yeah. Now she chance cut off her head. <laughs> no, no, that's a dirty Sanchez. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cause I'm down. <laughs> Dude, his deliveries are perfect. You've got a necro. <laughs> I just love he just go with the flow like oh yeah you just yeah, gonna have sex with your dead girlfriend you put her in the you gotta put her in the uh...
<laughs> He's so good. I just shit my pants. Marshmallow dick. Um, <laughs> little mini marshmallow. Here. Here's some tequila. <laughs> Drink some Drink more. that. So you can vomit later. Dude, I think that tequila was called uh, like jackass tequila. We got it from, uh, again, <laughs> company was trying to push it. And uh, so I got a side release because it was all over the bar too. See, I love the that thing right there that's asking the same question we asked earlier. Is he gonna? Is he gonna become an, an, you know, infected himself by having sex with her? Right. Use a condom. Like that's gonna stop it. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't stop the strain, man. Uh, yeah, this is funny because this neighborhood is supposed to. You know, we we were trying to play this. Is he's somewhere in Hollywood, like off Hayworth? It's okay. I mean, it worked well. I mean, the architecture's the same. Yeah. I mean, you'd never know where that was. No. No. It's so green. Do you know that was pretty, a little bit lighter shade of that? That's what Joey's bedroom was like for the first Oof. two years that he was alive. Because from when he was a baby. So it was green when we first moved in and we decided not to paint. We just decided to leave it alone. And it worked fine. And then he moved into a very boy's blue in the office and we switched spots. Yep. But the what? green, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, it's funny because the color was actually called wheatgrass. And that's why she made the line when she said, it's wheatgrass. Because <laughs> that's what the line, I brought in all these swatches. And I was like, we're going to go with, it was between Granny Smith and wheatgrass and wheatgrass one. Oh, Granny Smith is going to be a great color too. Just because it's Granny Smith. Yeah, totally. But, uh, but wheatgrass, wheatgrass has to go with her whole. Thing. Yeah, man. It was funnier for her to say wheatgrass. real. Man, we shot the daylights out of the exterior of this place. More original music? Man, what's going on? It's cold in there. <laughs> yeah. Is it? I it guess it, it is. must be. <laughs> Good lord. That's just a shirt, dude. His shirt? No, I was talking about her. I was talking about her. <laughs> Is he cold? Maybe. He looks cold. I mean, it was cold on that stage. Oh, chocolate pancakes. Not for that. I love how her hair is always so perfect. Man. Yeah, right? Hey, you look like you're dead. She looks like dead Barbie. <laughs> it's dead Barbie this Halloween. Yeah, I mean it's it, this. This was a this movie was fun. Uh, I really kind of it's funny. I haven't seen it like in this sort of vibe. I don't think I've ever paid this much attention to it when I was watching it. Yeah, but uh, I gotta think that's that's something that's pretty common when you've worked on it. Oh yeah, man. It's funny. Like the first time I usually watch a movie, all I'm looking at is without my work. Right. <laughs> I feel like everybody's that kind of. That oh, way. I'm sure. Come like, on. Right, I edit these episodes, but believe me, I there's the narcissism is always there, whether it's obvious or not. Let's see how somebody on a step stool pushing you up. Yes, 
Totally. It's a little bit easier. I love that they dress her like a 50s housewife. Yeah. In this scene, like she's trying to make the perfect little, uh, we're the perfect couple. Oh, breaking the hole in the floor, all that nonsense, man, was like, and really doing it without a special effects coordinator. It was me and the prop guy, and we did have a special effects guy, but he they, he didn't head and bid that. Oh, that CGI fly bugs me, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it disappears. That's all we got money for. <laughs> Phone's catching. Too tight. Uh. There he is again. Yeah, man, back at uh, Bloody Mary's. Oh, you know what? Is that that's Marshall, right? Yeah, I think that's Marshall. I was teasing earlier about it. Hmm. I said that's Marshall. The other guy is the actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guess what? We didn't use X-ray. We didn't cheat. No, we weren't cheating. I love purple hair, dude. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Bringing some burgers. After all that vegan food? Yeah, I know. But you still don't like me. What's going on here, dude? Okay, let's be honest here. <laughs> let's go on here. So what's what's really going on? Um, all those books, man. Like that book. I, I, I kept all those. <laughs> <laughs> They've all become part of my library. Oh, they were just going to throw them out. You know, and a lot, a lot of stuff in here. We got some stuff in here we got from Joe's collection. Some of these... Uh, higher end books it's funny because I mean 2013 when you guys shot this it you can always count on a spirit of Halloween store or whatever to pop up right mid-September or something around there but now there's some locations that are there all year round dude we started shooting this we started prepping the day after Halloween Oh, geez, so yeah. So, sale items? <laughs> well, everything, no, we didn't even have anybody on yet. And the line producer wouldn't let me start anybody. And they're like, well, uh, you know, because we, again, it was kind of like with the situation I'm in now. Is the movie really going to happen? Right. You know, they, <laughs> they hired me. I was on. We had an office, but I couldn't bring anybody on. And then by the time I brought people on, it was November 2nd, I think. Jeez. Oh, you know, and, but we couldn't buy anything because we, we didn't have, we, we didn't have money to work with. That's nice. And, you know, they, so were, gross. they were like, well, can't you just put it on like your credit card or something? I'm like, no, not doing that. I certainly can't. So, uh, you know, we had to round up all that stuff after the fact. A lot of it, uh, I think, came from prop houses and stuff. All the posters uh, we bought or made. We just bought the files. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love you. Back. Bye. With my mom. Oh, yeah. I would have said mom, but hey, whatever. Oh, wait, did he already tell her his mom's dead? Or is she dead? I don't remember the details, Corey. Yeah. I just remember where the posters came from. <laughs> and, that a, you, and that you made the... the Satan uh, Genie? The Satan Genie. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff in there. Like, uh, we shopped the daylights out of it. We went to a bunch of crazy, just like, there's a... It, the thing about working in LA for this kind of stuff, all this weirdo, like, candle shop, all this guy, all this stuff... There's that uh, crazy skeleton shop on Melrose. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, what is that place called? It doesn't matter. But, you know, you're able to do that kind of stuff here. And we kind of really wanted to... The, one of the reasons that I, 
is the producer. They really wanted to shoot in L.A. to sort of, you know, capture the Los Angeles of it all. And I think the movie really does play well. Like, it's fun. It's like a fun Los Angeles. Yeah. That's just so tragic about him. Like, he just keep turning down the hot girl that's living and breathing. Yeah. Right? And she's being cool about it, and she brought you burgers to work, yeah, and man. she's doing everything that a girlfriend would do for you, a great girlfriend would do for you, and you're not even boyfriend and girlfriend yet. Right. And you keep turning her down, because you just can't bite the bullet, get that spike, and shove it through her head. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Zevelin. Yeah. He was so proud of himself. <laughs> he was proud of himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude. That's our first AD. <laughs> Jabbering in Spanish. Look at her in the, you can hear her in the back over here. Somebody's dog's barking. Nice. Helicopter sound. Very Los Angeles. Yeah, man, there's a lot going on here. Things you don't... Uh, I love his his trophies of bras, colored bras on the wall. Oh, yeah. The way the scene was written... Was that uh, they did? It was written like Pulp Fiction. Like he goes down the tool bench and he grabs different things, you know. Right. And then he ends up on the. But I think, it, I think it was just because it was written that way. It didn't mean Joe wanted to shoot it that way. Right. And he didn't. Got to make sure you're not standing on plastic. Yes. Paint. That's yeah, she, man. That's what she's calling it. Chakra. Her zombie yoga. Yeah, and does the chakra still apply when you're... Dead? When you're dead? I don't know. But I know this is a contortionist yeah. that we hired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's just gnarly. The celery sounds. Oh yeah, somebody's cracking celery. Well, this is that first stage where they've changed your contacts. Mm-hmm. Hair's still pretty perfect, mm-hmm. but it's starting to look like the B fifty twos. Yes. Good God, Max, just do it. Do it. Movie's over. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, or not. Then she becomes a headless zombie. Because I don't know. The beheading kills him. I would just say <laughs> Barry's Chinese food dressed as Uncle Sam. 
coffee bean and tea leaf right over there across the street. <laughs> right. Whoa. Bro. True. It, and she is talking. I mean, so she's kind of dead. But she's still alive, dude. I mean, technically. She's speaking, living dead. She's living dead. Yeah. And if she's talking to you, she can talk you out of it. Yeah, totally. Not directly even. Right. I mean, you know, I mean. No. Oliver to the rescue. Go, to, go take care of business, Oliver. Go do it. Here's your Jason Voorhees machete. Go do, go do your thing. setting in on the mm-hmm. so good yeah it's good this is great this slime off the lips I like the spidering of the veins too in her face gross <laughs> there's the one photo of Evelyn <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah man goodbye Evelyn say uh See those plants outside the window? Yeah. They're growing in my yard right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, little figs. I planted them along the uh, sidewalk. All right. So great. Good luck, Max. Come on, Travis. Dig dig that jacket. Something you should note, too. The release date of said movie. It was like May. Yeah. May 2014, right? Yeah. Roughly about 10 years after. Yeah, about 10 years after Shaun of the Dead. Something to that effect. Yeah, close to that. To me, like this is this makes a great pairing with that because they, yeah, they're both zombie comedies, if you will. Mm-hmm. But they're so they're executed in such different ways, but just as effective as the other. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> it's funny because uh, they had the premiere for this at the Egyptian, which was fun. Hey, there we are. Now Johnny we're at Ramone. the. Uh, now there's Johnny Ramone. We're at the Hollywood Forever. Joe, man, it was it was a bitch getting clearance on that statue, man. Yeah. I mean, we shot it, and then they're terrified the whole movie that we weren't going to get clearance, and you know, Joe had sort of a history with Marky, I think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it you know, it eventually all worked out. But uh, I just remember every day somebody would ask me about them. I'm like, I don't do clearance. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's not my problem. Not my problem. All those are my DVDs. <laughs> Out of my collection. Not surprised. Yeah. 
Some of them I never saw because I feel like some of them were lifted by crew members. You think? I have that copy of Gorgo Girls right there. It was I just saw it this morning when I was digging things out of boxes, looking for the burying the X. Terrible movie. Have you ever seen it? No. Ugh. It's, it's yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Gorgor. Okay, so what he just did right there, the two finger thing. Mm-hmm. He does the two finger thing a lot in Californication because it's stink finger. He sticks it down the crack yeah. of his ass. Totally does it in always, Project X. Does he really? Yeah, I think it's a thing. That's I think his it's thing. A, that's his thing. Then I think it's an Oliver thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you see this whole thing, right? All that, all these, all this is set dressed, all these headstones, because we picked the one area in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery to screen the movie where there were no headstones. That's nice. Yeah. Well, it was, we needed a big wall, but we didn't need the big wall. This is not the wall where they screen the movies uh, when you go there. This was another, this is like, like off some back mausoleum or something. There you go. Goofball. Uh oh. Oh, good God. Great sound effects. Uh oh. Evelyn. It's trying to turn. Your eyes gonna glow red. Oh, here we go. Maybe that's Finally. why people thought she was a vampire. I don't know, dude. Yeah, Mackin in the cemetery. That's awesome. Yeah. No, let's just do it right here in front of everybody. Sure. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go back to the car. The movie's not over yet. Why is everybody leaving? So again, here we are. Not in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. <laughs> we are back to Altadena, doubling as uh, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery because we had such a small window there. And uh, this all required some lighting and some setting up. So we... This is all at the uh, cemetery out in Altadena. Again, I feel like this car haunts me. The Volvo wagon. Volvo wagon. Yeah, there's a bunch of them in unhinged. Oh, yeah? Yep. I gotta think, you know, she bit through his skull to begin with. How much of a hole she could have left her. She did she crunch through his skull or did she just rip off the flesh uh, they didn't really show it but no she sang, she bit him like she was biting an apple I, lo- Dude, I love this part I love the way they cut back and forth yeah this is what's happening instead while your homeboy's getting killed yeah right I'm so happy I threw that box of uh, ice cream cones in the back seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to eat on your booby. Eat some of your ribs. I want to eat some of that back fat, boy. <laughs> Making bacon. 
Back bacon. Back bacon. The best. Look at him. Uh, see? See? What were you doing the whole time? It doesn't have to be awful. <laughs> oh, it's not a Volvo wagon. It's a Chrysler. Thank God. I was nervous for a second. It's a good thing. Starting to repeat myself. The cemetery security didn't kick them out. That's good. Yeah, right? Now where are they at? That's Altadena. Still. Yeah. yeah. Hump me and dump me. Seriously, dude. Seriously, you're going to sleep in the car like that in the cemetery? <laughs> yeah. Oh, how sweet. Such cute kids. Oh, yeah. So good. Doom, 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 doom. Key hits the lock. Pajamas, baby. Doggies. Mm-hmm. His face. He's so good in this. Yeah. It's a real bummer, man. It's funny. Like like I said, I haven't seen this since. Uh, I love that cheekbone makeup. Yeah. Well, oh boy. Oh man. I want to bet money that PVA, Melody's former employer, did the contacts. They usually work with all the big big houses. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who did the contacts. A lot of times the um makeup folks work directly with yeah with the office. But I mean, more than one time I was on set doing contact lens tech where I'm there to is insert and remove lenses and maintain them with drops. Yeah, I don't remember who I feel like. This was such a weird movie. It was almost not needed in some ways <laughs> because yeah. they just kept crying. We don't have any money for stuff and. That no, never we don't. We don't have money for effects. We'll do all the eye stuff in post, and I was like, yeah. uh, "That's not going to happen because you won't do it in post." 
And it's only one character. Yeah, yeah. It's not like everybody, it's not like there's a zombie outbreak. Right. I feel like Gary Tunnicliffe did all of the uh, zombie stuff, like all the yeah. transitional stuff. Manscaping. That was a catchphrase back in it was. 2013. I think it came from the first time Queer Eye was around, like yeah. 10 years even before that. Mans- the first time I ever heard manscaping was like on when Queer Eye busted out, like in 20. 20- Oh, three. Right. Well, yeah, that will get you hung up on. Because that's the general response you should receive from people. <laughs> yeah, right. When you start talking that crazy shit, especially in L.A., people are like, hey, whatever, nutball. Mm-hmm. Doing my taint. taint. What's, what's a taint? <laughs> Wait a second. I'm out of here. Do my taint in the hallway. You know, not all Mormons know what a taint is. It's right here. Yeah. Uh-oh. India's oven. Yep. Right back over there by the... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. The police station. Ooh. Gross. Oh. Oh. Scalp's coming apart. Come do me before I lose all my hair. Come do me before I totally fall apart. Did you lock the door, Max? Why wouldn't he take his phone? You know, he ran out of there in a hurry. He was nervous. He was cleaning his taint and uh, you know he ran out and I'm gonna eat you oh hello fake girlfriend explodes in your hand there he is Hey, Dick Miller. Ugh. Hey, since it's a commentary, we can actually point this out. There's the dick of our movie. Yeah, it's right there, Dick Miller. <laughs> hey, hey, we're back in the ice cream shop. Thank God, because that police station's terrible. Turbo. It wasn't even, dude, it was like, literally, we had no money to do that. It's an eyesore when I see it. <laughs> I don't even think I went there when they shot it. I think I saw it. It was dressed on like left and... Disappeared. I'm out. Didn't, it was not happy. But hey, man, whatever. It was a. No dead. No, not deaf, but dead. Definitely dead. That's so good.
Yeah. <laughs> Are you pulling my pickle? Heliotrope. Heliotrope. God damn meth heads. What a mess. It's funny, man. Like when we, all these people came to me, where is that place at? Where's that malt shop at? I really, like, <laughs> Uh, it's on the screen and that's about it. Yeah. It's funny, man. There were all these people that thought it was a real location, which I guess is a compliment. But, yeah. um, you because know. Because people want it to be real. Yeah. Well, you know, it's fun. People want fruit brute ice cream. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Who, who doesn't? Yeah, right? Yeah. The funny thing is, is the aftermath of that uh, mall shop was, <laughs> was a lot bigger than what you saw. And, uh you know, one of the toppings was marshmallows. So there's like, oh, hey, marshmallows can be knocked around. <laughs> so they're knocking around. What the thing about marshmallows is they're easy to clean up until people start stepping on them. Right. Then they're not. They're so there not. was fucking marshmallow on everything, man, on the camera equipment, people's feet. Mm. Dude, I totally feel bad for her. Poor mm. Evelyn. She's not so bad. I mean, yeah. Her face is rotting, but... Oh, oh really? Oh. <laughs> needle drop. I, I'm okay with this needle. Gross. <laughs> I'm okay with this needle drop. Yeah, totally. It works. Here goes that picture. So oh, she yeah. had one, she had one stunt double, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That fucking wall was the bane again. That's a you know nobody to prep that wall, no construction. So that was me. Yeah. Me and the prop guy spent all night there to prep that wall for somebody to get smashed through. Sometimes you got to flex your creative muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Max. Take that. Not on the runner. <laughs> oh, so goofy. Good Lord. Ooh. Hmm. 
In the brain, dummy. Haven't you ever seen? You've seen a million zombie movies. You're too busy making that in the, in the cemetery <laughs> yeah, to remember. Yeah, you didn't see any of that? Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're not okay. They tried to get Grumpy Customer back in the shop. I remember it now. It was supposed to be... They tried to get Rob Zombie to play the uh, Grumpy Customer. Oh, which one? The one that Julia plays? No, the one that Marshall played. Oh. Oh, shit. Oliver. See, he's got the, he's got the Robert Loja, yeah, from on. Innocent Blood, yep. <laughs> dude. I love Innocent Blood. So good, man. Maybe you should have covered that this month. No, we can, right? We still can. Yeah, why we didn't not? Make any promises, anybody? Yeah, dude. We haven't said anything. We're doing Ghost Story, <laughs> then we're gonna do Innocent Blood. Oh, we did say Ghost Story, didn't we? We did. We teased it. We can we always put that other thing that we always keep on the back burner on the back burner? We could keep that on the back burner. We certainly can. I wouldn't mind. Innocent I mean, blood is so good. Oh, yeah. But we, we're still talking about this movie, so. Yeah, right. So here we go. Guess where we're at? Back in Altadena. Altadena. Yeah. Is it right down the street from the dairy? I wish. It's uh, it's about Foothill. It's, you know, it's funny because I've scouted it many times for many other things. Right. Um, they have a crematorium there. And it's pretty easy to shoot in. They let you know they're they're film friendly. Yeah, let's right. do it. Barrier. Let's do it. Let's do it, Anton. Then back to the station wagon. Because they have fun moments in the station. Wagon. Yeah, right. There's a lot of cleanup to do before I bang anybody in that house. Yeah, that apartment. I might move out. You got some stuff to do. There's definitely there burying. Is. Burying. Hey, that is still close enough to saying the movie title in the movie. It right? is kind of right. Yeah, yeah. I accept that. And look, hey, here we go. Like, hey, what? Right across the hall, Max's own place. Hey, and I say Alan Trezor, the writer. Hey, did he? Did they use the the available space that she mentioned at the beginning, saying it's a great yeah, startup location? Absolutely. Wow. Right. Remember it was all so it was all sealed up and there was paper in the window and yeah. yep. That's hey look, Fangoria. Love it. Front and center. I feel bad for the dude he put out of business. Yeah, man. It's like, oh man, yeah, I can come to your place, but I can go over there and get ice cream too. Yeah, well, no one liked Bloody Mary. Anyway. No. I think they, they, they even cut her out of the movie. <laughs> She's not even in the movie. That's rude. There was a scene where she came. There's like a whole bunch of people waiting outside to get in because he didn't show up to open it. 
Yeah. And he shows up at the same time she does and she gives him hell. That sounds about right. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. There's your Robert Lozier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joe Dante, ladies and gentlemen. There you go, boys and Burying girls. Burying the X. Burying Alan the X. Alan Treza. So good. So thing about this movie that I've always found so endearing is that just like with so many of Joe Dante's movies, it doesn't matter how high the stakes are. Yep. It's never... It's never beaten over your head. No. And it's never, no. but it's still taken lightly. I mean, she's she's dead. And she's yeah, man. undead. Oh, hey, there's Frederick Woff. Who's hey, that guy? That. Yay. By the way, red, black, white. Yeah, there's a recent single title card credit like that. What's a recent one? Yeah. Mayhem? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lee Marvin, point blank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Marvin, point blank. And there the, we have it. In the in it was that typical uh uh after effects credits where like like this where things are kinda like shifting around. They're using some plug in to Yeah. Make it shifty. Oh, Alex. I really did, uh, did you did, did have you noticed that I mean, I have a I have a thing for Alex. Apparently. I've never seen her in anything else. Really? No. Dude. Okay, she's in the Baywatch movie. I, wait, I can't say that. I saw her in True Detective. Everybody saw her in True that's Detective. It. Yep, that's it. That's only that's the only other movie I've seen her in. The Baywatch remake. Oh, I'm sorry, the Baywatch movie. Um, uh, San Andreas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously, True Detective. Right. Uh, she was in both Percy Jackson movies. Never seen either one of them. Yeah, you because you, you don't have a kid. I don't. But, yeah, but I, miss, I miss out on a lot of that stuff. But they're both really good, and unfortunately, the last one didn't do well enough, so they didn't make the third movie, which sucked because it's Jeff story. Brown. See there, I couldn't remember my art director's name. <laughs> it was Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown. <laughs> Jeff Brown. Yeah, there you go. Um, somewhere in here is uh, uh, there she is, Tasha Goldthwait, set costumer. There you go. Yep, Bob Cassett, sweet dude, super cool chick. Loved her. Loved her. Um, Hey, look, Steve Martin was a set medic. Yeah, man. That, guy's, that guy could do everything. Yeah. Banjo, set medic, whatever. He, you know, he, was he does everything but be funny. Dude, come on. Let's not have this again. He hasn't been funny in let's not do 30 this. years. Let's not do this. <laughs> I'm just saying. When was the last time he was good at anything? Not, <laughs> he's not in this movie, so we're not yeah, talking about him. Yeah, we're not talking about him. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird, man. Like, I was shocked, like, when I f- saw the final cut. Um the all of the music i figured we at least we would have one ramones tune in the movie right for obvious reasons we didn't uh but they did have that song that was on while they were fighting it kind of sounded like a girl's version of the ramones right which is fine but look at all the artwork we had to <laughs> they had to give all this Keep. wow yep this is all my fault because i just was like i'm not the clearance guy and it's all scripted Man. you guys figured it out yeah, and it wasn't a big deal because yeah. dude most of it was uh, public domain and they were totally cool with it but somebody had to go through the motions and production just didn't want to go through the motions. They were like, well, that's, that's your job. I'm like, nope, certainly isn't. And that fund, by the way, the fund anything contributors right there. I love that, by the way, because that thing came and went. Yeah. And now when you see any kind of crowdfunding in movies, it's always considerably more names. Yeah. If totally. you see if those kinds of things ever see the light Voltage of pictures. Hey, for those hey, of you that weren't paying attention, stay the, 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 the end. Whoa, hey, hello. 
I love those two guys. Those were our effects guys, and they were not on set every day. Um, and you know, all these gags that they, uh, all these gags <laughs> that they, they were in the script that they didn't bid because the line producer told them not to bid them and that we would take them out, and they never took them out. So like every day, those poor guys had to do something on the fly. Uh, they were great though. I mean, I really liked them. They were funny. And they had done a lot of stuff. I mean, they'd been on a lot of low-budget movies. Um, you know, so they uh, they were winging it. There you go. Burying the X. Burying the X. Joe our, Dante. Our first real commentary. Cool. Anyway, you, you can, you know, if you don't already own Burying the X, you should. It's it's a Joe Dante movie. You should own it. Right. You should own everything that Joe Dante's made. Yeah. When was the last movie he made? This one. This one. That is it. This, what's wrong with this world when Joe Dante hasn't made a movie in five years? Yep. It's a sad, sad place. I loved working with Joe. I've This was my second time or third time, I think. But, God, he's so much fun, man. He, you know, think, you think we're movie geeks, dude. That guy, I'm, I'm just like, I don't say two words. I just listen. He kicked off last year's Yorkie-thon. Yorkie-thon 3, since I'm going to identify it since who knows when you're listening to this. And he was our uh, first guest. And, uh, of course, I had to wear a howling shirt because I wanted. I who doesn't want Joe Dante to notice them, right? So, I mean, who? so he was like, "Nice shirt," and we talked for a little bit. And I gotta tell you, man, most people that I've met in the business over the years since I was a kid, since I've met a lot through friends and family that work in the business, I always would just call people by their first name just so they feel like. Oh how, yeah, man. The only time I ever happened was with Robert De Niro when I was working at the Tools. His uh, is a post house. I called him Mr. De Niro, and he, he goes, you can just call me Bobby. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. But the, I I called Joe, Mr. Dante. He goes, please just call me Joe. I'm like, oh, all right, dude. <laughs> okay. All right, Joe. Joe told me to call him Joe. Yeah, it's funny, man, because uh, my set decorator, they saw she kept saying Mr. Dante, and I was like, God, just call him Joe. You're making it weird. You're making it weird. Making it weird. I'm just trying to, I, and once he says it, once anybody says it, it's just a certain politeness. But yeah, that dinner one threw me up. But I think because my son's name is Joe, and then we already had a Joe in house, you know, because Lynch yeah. was there. It was weird. Right. But I'm like going, but no, overall, I'm like, come on, this, this is like, at that point, 38 years of seeing this guy's movies, or at least knowing who he is, and right. not be able to wrap my head around calling him anything other than Mr. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, dude, it's, it's funny because... Because you guys did three together? Yeah, and yeah. well, almost four because we started prepping this other movie called Air Disturbance. It was basically a zombie outbreak on a plane. Okay. And we prepped it. And again, it was weird. It was one of those movies I kind of didn't feel good about doing. And Joe was like... I, Joe never came to the office. Any meetings I had with Joe, I would always go to the uh, his office in Hollywood mm. at the lot um, where Renfield Pictures is. And... Uh, so we're talking, you know, and Joe's like, ah, these guys are, you know, so me and my art director, Jamie, we, that's as far as it got. It was just her and I, and we were on for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, we're out looking, which, cause we gotta, we have to, we're building a plane, you know, and they're, these guys are like, well, that's too expensive. I just felt like the whole movie was coming to crashing down. So like, um, Tom Bush, who was the line producer call. I get the phone call from him and he's like, Hey man, uh, you know what? Do you guys need to come here and fill out some uh, paperwork right now so you can get paid? Cause the movie's going to shut down. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we go and uh, you know, I'm like, all right, well that's weird. And Tom's like, yeah, well maybe next time it'll work out. But these guys were full of shit. And uh, so I go home and I write Joe an email. Hey Joe, dude, bummer. I mean, I, this was starting to shape up like it could be fun. I'm sorry that, uh, sorry that we didn't get to do this. Maybe next time there's something coming down the pipe. It was good, you know, good to see you. I hadn't seen him in the 10 years at that point. 
And then I get an email back from him. What are you talking about? They hadn't even told Joe that they pulled the plug on the movie. He was up in San Francisco. So oh. I'm the one who <laughs> told him via email, <laughs> basically, that the movie was dead. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Uh, I mean, the script was okay. I mean, it was a little like Langoliery, like that oh, kind of right. vibe. Right. It could have been fun. I mean, you know, Joe had some good people in mind for it. But um, yeah, it wasn't to be. So it would have been four. But yeah, Joe's a pleasure to work with. He's so yeah. much fun. Cool. You know? Yeah, there you go. All right. Bearing the X. Bearing the X. Woohoo. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at KaratePod. You can follow me at Corey Culp. And on Instagram, I'm Culprit97. On Twitter, you may follow me at Raven Shattuck. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Rock and Roller 33 on your FM dial.